video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 29th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by Audio Technica and 8bit.net. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. As per usual, I'm joined by my two fantastic co-hosts, Miss Ali Hart returning, at Miss Ali Hart on all the social medias, and welcome back also to Sam Abraham at 8 Sam. sadly. How you doing? Sadly. Hey. We thought sadly. we lost you, mate. Oh, yeah, no, I'm still here. It's still 8-Bit Sam. Yeah. 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 Can't but, beat you. You're like a cockroach. Yeah. Much better looking, though. Much better than uh, Brendan 8-Bit. Hey. We're going to get to an 8-Bit Brendan. I don't know. It's going to be a thing. See, I was thinking about this the other day. It's Brendan 8-Bit because my email is brendan at 8-Bit.net. So it's got to be Brendan 8-Bit. Ties in that way. That makes no sense. It makes all It doesn't sense. have to. Anyway, how are you, Ali? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Hanging where out you, here. Where, hold on. Where, where do you stand on the Brendan 8-Bit, 8-Bit Brendan debate? It doesn't bother me either way, I don't think. <sighs> I just respect the fact that clearly at one stage you made everything uniform. For me, yep. I've been uniform for quite some time, so... Mm. I, I can respect that too because it takes a lot, especially when you start doing social media channels, you're doing your gaming profiles, things like yeah. that. Especially on Sony, I had to scrap the old Dirk Diggler on Sony and create a whole new Still account. Crazy. That I'm very sad about. Dirk Diggler should have should have stayed. He's an immortal mm. in my eyes. Pete, yeah, well, PlayStation's the only one where I'm not uniform, and it kind yeah. of it kind of what are you on me? PlayStation? Um, uh, it's same, but instead of Ali, it's T E E. Mm. So, yeah. So, it's like Misty. Anyway. Um, Is that a Pokemon reference? Uh, it's, there's no reference. It was just, yeah, I did that one just as a one-off. And then I, I didn't think about changing it or doing a new profile. I'm thinking I might actually start a new profile. I've got like Ooh. different tags everywhere. I think on, play, on PlayStation, I'm Free Trump. On nah, Xbox, on, I'm on, Arab Celine. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Uh, <laughs> See, I appreciate... Which friends. I love. Yeah. I appreciate the friends with uniform... Usernames, because mm. I don't know if anyone else puts up with like just random ads. Yeah. So if the if the username's not uniform, I won't add you. Yeah, or you if I don't get a message, I'm not going to add yeah. you. I might look like a biatch, but yeah. yeah, I'm not going to add random. I don't know. I like keeping it separated. Like I've got like a lol crew, like my, my friend. I've got like five guys I play League of Legends with. They're all in New Zealand. Um, and you don't want them to know your real name. I don't. Or I don't no, no, no. Like, I just you can't know, trust the Kiwis. If, if I invite if I invite them to play along with our Overwatch crew. You know, it's not going to gel well. So I can just avoid that awkward, you know. To me, it sounds collision. like you're hiding stuff. You're, you're hiding stuff. Yeah, you're, you're leading like a double multiple line. lives. Yeah. You're like doppelganger. Look, you don't mix business and pleasure. You oh. know what I mean? Which one's business? Uh, business is definitely League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still playing the LOL? Yeah, I still play LOL. The things you learn every day. I thought um, I knew everything about you. I, uh, I'm... Not as uh, frequent a player as I used to be, though, which is kind of okay. sad. Um, just because it's not as accessible as some of the other games that we've played. But, yeah, definitely still play and still play with the boys down in New Zealand. Mm. The Auckland lads. Is it down or is it side? I'm 
See, geography is not my strong suit. I know New Zealand's Bottom somewhere right. to the east of us. Any anywhere geographically uh, far away from us is down. As far as like uh, down in Brisbane, I would say down in Brisbane. Oh, see, that's just wrong. What? I know it's up in Brisbane because they're north. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but just wanted to say a quick thank you there to Dan Papalo for that lovely, very, very Adorable. endearing intro there. Um, you know, little Dan's kids there giving us a bit of love. Uh, we are still running the little THG intro section there, so hit us up, thehungrygamers at 8bit.net. If you've got a little sound grab, we'll get you in next week. At the risk of uh, deterring people from doing it, I really like Dan's intro. I it's, really want to keep this intro. It's the clear winner at the moment. And I'm yeah, yeah wondering, yeah. unless there's a talking dog, I don't think many's going to dethrone the little papalos. Yeah. I just want to hear <clears throat> all the different ways that people are going to say Hungry Gamers. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon we've got some... Yeah, you can say it in different languages. Yeah. God knows we only have so many bad impressions that we can do. Yeah. You know, I think we've run out at 28 yeah. between three people. But if, if you ask Reese, he could go for years. You know? oh, yeah. I, I, I think we've got to stop because, you know, we've got to consider when's that borderline of when we're maybe being a bit Little insulting. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Reese is, uh, Reese probably has a few more in the, in the, in the, uh, in the can there, but, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely well and truly exhausted. Yeah, he's got more material than a fabric factory, that guy. If you ask him, you know, he's all over <laughs> it. All over it. So anyway, I hope you're enjoying that uh, wedding out there. Shout out to Clark and your lovely bride-to-be. Probably getting married as we record this. Yeah. So uh, cheers to the new bride and groom. Anyway. Muscle tough. What have you guys been Wrong. doing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Clark really isn't, is he? Yeah. Anyway. Sorry? Jewish. He's not Jewish at all. I don't, I don't know. He, he could be. Do you say muscle tough at weddings, though? Mm. Isn't that how you say cheers? I have no idea. Can someone let us know? <laughs> let us know. At We're 8-Bit. Yeah. Or at 8-Bit Sam. He's, he's curious. Anyway, Sam, we haven't seen you for a while. What have you been doing, man? Give us some goss. What have you been playing, seeing, eating, living? I know you're a uni student now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a uni student again, which mm. is like super cool. Yeah. Um, Back in the system. Yeah, that's it. It's awesome. I get a concession card again, oh, which is like... Riding the bus for cheap. That's it. And like, I've got a salary still, so I feel like I'm really taking advantage here. But um, look, I, uh, I've been doing a couple of things. Uh, I got my lock pick set. <laughs> that's so right. I'm He's a, a uni student and now he knows how to pick locks. I'm, uh, yeah, Free I'm bikes like for all. Officially, uh, officially, I don't know. I'm like an amateur lock pick. Now. Okay. And what's, what's the best lock you've picked? Uh, I have like a little padlock. Like a, I bought a $40 padlock. Oh, right. so you've just got like a test lock. Well, I it comes with like a clear practice lock and that's like easy. Uh, just one barrel? No, it's like one six, pin. six pins. Okay. But um, but like you don't need to adjust pretty much four of the pins and you can see what's going on. Yeah, because oh, so, it's clear. Yeah, but mm. then I bought a like a, you know, a solid, you know, just standard lock mm. and eventually picked that. So I was pretty proud of myself. But for everyone out there that isn't an amateur lock pick, is it like where it is in the Elder Scrolls games where uh-huh. you are... Almost, you know, you say your it's, left hand is the, the left stick and the right hand's the right stick. Is that sort of similar? You, you're feeling those pins no, moving, you've got to tap them. It's more like it was in Oblivion where yeah. you see the pins and you've got to prod them yeah. up That's what than it is uh, in Skyrim. Okay. 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 Because in Skyrim, yeah, it's, I mean, you're, you're never really going to break your... The, um, the blade that you're, you're applying pressure with yeah. If you're careful That's a lockpick term So it's not a lockpick It's the blade It's the blade Okay cool Yeah, yeah. I'm in I like that um, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone So the latest uh, Hearthstone expansion dropped 
um, the adventure. It's called One Night in Karazan. Mm. I love that intro. I saw the little video with like the music and stuff. It is. It's adorable. It's crazy. It's it's a lot of fun. And um, like we're on week two at the moment. So basically the way they do it is they release it in weeks. Um, mm. They'll release a set of cards every week. Okay. You've got to go through this sort of single player um, mode to, to unlock mm. the cards. Um, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I was thinking about it a lot as I was going through like last week and this week. Um, and then also thinking about Elder Scrolls Legends. I was just about to ask, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. I'll get your opinions on that. Yeah, so <clears throat> I, I just think that this is perfect. Like the, the way that Hearthstone goes about, I'll say maybe like the, the style of Hearthstone, it's very, it's very quirky, it's very gimmicky. Mm. Mm. Um, it draws off, obviously, all of the lore from the Warcraft yeah. universe, but, but it, it does doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Totally doesn't take itself seriously. Um, it's just amazing. And the cards that are coming out, they change the game so much. Not mm. that it's completely different from where it was maybe a month ago, but just enough that you, you can start to build new decks. Mm. You know, you, you can really craft some very crazy ideas with the cards that are coming out. There's this one card called um, Firelands Portal, which this will mean nothing to either of you, but this yeah. will mean everything it to anyone who cool. plays Hearthstone. Uh, it's a seven mana card. It does five damage. Uh, to anything you select and then uh, it'll summon a five mana minion for you at the same time and it's a common it's a common card oh wow so this is kind of talked about a lot in the lead up to One Night in Karazhan because what happens in Arena is you get common cards shown to you more often and this card's appearing a lot I have three in my deck uh, my Arena deck at the moment that I drafted on the way here and uh, so far I'm two from two I played the card four times because I've got three in the my deck it is just you bullshit just reckon. like you're destroying something <clears throat> on the board and then you're getting uh, a five drop minion which is a pretty decent yeah. minion usually that's huge mm. what's, yeah. what's the health on him as well oh whatever like it's a random five cost minion so oh, it could be okay. like so oh it like, could be, be anything okay yeah it's random so uh, like I got Leroy Jenkins which is a oh, six yeah. two yeah. Epic. So, and, and it's like another six damage straight away because he's got charge. Yeah. Uh, and then the second time, oh, I kind of got gypped. I got like summoning portal, which every time you cast a spell, you every, get a minion yes, of the same cost. Minion. Anyway, so one night in Karazhan, a lot of fun. Um, comparing it to Elder Scrolls Legends, I honestly, that story. You couldn't I, get the I, hook? I, I, no, look, I, I could give a shit about the story. Like, I really couldn't yeah. care. I liked that the cards get stronger as you go through it. Mm. Like, I like that you get to upgrade the cards. And you're picking between different options. Mm. So it's not just like the card then becomes this. You're selecting yeah. what the card would, you know, become what stats yeah. you want to play. I, I saw the story as almost the tutorial. Yeah. That, that's the way I saw well, it. it very much trying is. to put a bit of, you know, it, bit of lore it, and It very much is because it's, well. especially that it's first stepping part you through. because, yeah, yeah, you're only getting certain mechanics as mm. you go. And then eventually you've you got the full suite yeah. um, and you're playing a standard game. Uh, I do like it. It's not going to be as successful as Hearthstone though because it's not no. as accessible. No. Um, and, and by that I mean that it's just, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's very dark, you know, in, in yes, tone. It's in a story. lot more mature. Yeah. I was going to say, from what you were explaining last week, it sounded a little complex. Yeah. yeah the dual, is, I like yeah. the dual lane dynamic the in it. Mm. The dual lane thing, I think, is so I do too. Yeah. I really. A, a fresh interpretation. But, I, um, I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, as you said, due to the, the dark tone of it, it's more. For mature audiences, you it's, know, you're not going to see little kids pick up this, I don't think. No. Especially the added complexity of the dual lane. Yeah, well... It, uh, like it's not rocket more, science, but... No, but there, there is more to it as well. Um, it, it, is, it is magic. Like, it's mm. very much a simpler magic. Mm. But that's what Hearthstone is as well. But mm. there's more... 
more to consider in this. Like you've got things like absorb mechanics, you've got the prize system where every five damage you get to draw a card or the opponent sorry draws a card. Like little things like this um, are, are things that you really consider when you craft a deck in any game, in any trading card game. And uh, you know, in Hearthstone, there's a lot less to worry about, yeah. uh, which makes it easier to pick up. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it's not going to be as big as Hearthstone, but I think it's a, it's a great game. I think it'll probably firmly slot into number two once it rolls out. Like I yeah. think this um this fable one that they're trying to make is just probably gonna fall flat on its head. Yeah, probably. I don't no. think yeah, I don't think Gwent is really gonna pick up momentum either. It's gonna be a fun thing for a little while yeah. for anyone who enjoys Gwent and then you're yeah. just gonna The annoying get thing past it. with Gwent is the beta got pushed back too. It's pushed back to, I think to the end of October now. Really? It's meant to be middle of September. It's been pushed back like six weeks. Yeah. Got the email the other day, so that sucks. But it was playable at Gamescom. Yeah, right. Mm. The problem with these uh, trading card games as well, though, is that you, you really are p- like committed to one because you have to fork yeah. out for it. Uh, That's like, why I keep on hearing from you guys. Yeah, I'm up to like 500 plus on Hearthstone at the moment. Jeez. That's e- that's probably just in the last few months. You drop, <laughs> didn't you drop 160 when we were down at Avcon? That was the worst 160 dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> Not because I didn't get good cards, but just because I really couldn't have afforded it at the time. <laughs> and I did it when I was three sheets to the win. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, it, it is. It gets very expensive. Kirby's talking about getting into Magic, and like that's a lot yeah. of fun. But that's just like he's he's so naive, thinking that he's going to get in for cheap. You yeah. can, like you can. That's the thing, you can, but you're playing a very specific deck and it's not fun. Yeah. You know, when you're playing one specific deck, yeah. um, you, you kind of want to have a collection of cards and you yeah. can just kind of do different things with, um, which is where I'm at with Hearthstone now, fortunately. You've got a bit, I, of, I finally, finally bit hit of variety, bit yeah. of, a bit of choice. You want to get, you know, specific epics and I've kind mm. of gotten all the ones that you need to make just about any deck. So I'm pretty happy with that but, I still uh, love me some Varen Rin he's one of my favourite cards I got. he's going to be going out soon what at the end of the oh, year snap. he won't be playable ah. yeah I'm pretty sure it's at the end of the year what are you doing to me Blizzard yeah they're cycling you out gotta find a new love yeah do you play any online trading card games or well, card games well I dabble in I dabble in Hearthstone you dabble in the Hearth I, yeah just a, a dabble <laughs> just dip a toe dip a toe in mm-hmm. it's, it's good I like it um, because you can do things like get Zudex right which are just like yeah, trash just cards mm. throw them together it will cost you nothing mm. and you can be fairly competitive. I used to love Knife Juggler so much and then they nerfed him a bit. He's and now still he's good. Just, he's still good, but he's, he's just playable. not as beefy. Like he was never beefy, but you know, now that they've dropped him a little bit. Yeah, he, just, he just, went from three health to two. Yeah. But he's still playable. He's still mm. definitely viable in a zoo deck or an aggro deck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most things that can, at two mana, can kill a two drop or yeah, would still kill a three drop. Mm. Yeah. Anywho, what have you been playing? Um, been playing a bit of everything. Uh, Ali, I, and a few of the others have been everything. playing some Overwatch. We won't go into too much detail. I think we, we talk about it. The Overwatch podcast. Very, very <laughs> regularly. So, yeah, we got you actually jumped later. on. You were in that too. You know, yeah. we had a full team of six for the yeah, first time, there. I think, ever yeah. the other week. Yeah. You know, Sam came out of the, out of the shadows, jumped <laughs> in a few games, <laughs> rolled some Genji. On top of Genji, I have quickly developed a very powerful hatred for that character. Not playing as him, just going against him he's just a son of a bitch he generally doesn't bother me all the characters i play so not Mm. too bad i'm at a point still where i hate everyone equally because i don't i understand how all the characters work now to to a degree where i can just play against them yeah i know what their moves will be but like i I just i don't know the tactics yet Mm. if that makes sense i get you i haven't learned the game so everything is just like what is that bullshit you know Mm. um 
I'm not into it. Yeah, I'm 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 firmly into it. I've gotten that into it now where I get very angry. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I know when I've got when I've got the, it's got the hooks in me when I start getting very angry. But why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we play games of frustrators? Because that's like that's totally you know uh, just an online multiplayer but competitive. Frustration thing, like. is a level of passion as well. Yeah. So yeah, you know where you like try your hardest. I'm happy that I'm finally like really attached to a game for like the first time in a long time what was for the me. Last one? Lord knows, I don't know. I was going to say Minecraft. I know you're pretty hard into Minecraft. Was, yeah, oh, yeah, I was pretty dedicated to Minecraft for some for some time. Um, what was the one for Xbox? Sunset Overdrive. I was pretty dedicated to that. Really? Yeah. When wow. that came Very out, very underrated game in my opinion. Highly underrated game. I played the first ten minutes of it the other day, mm. and I, I just the other day couldn't get in. Really? Yeah, like I got. I must have downloaded it ages ago. It's one of the Xbox mm. Gold free games, and yeah, mm. just no. No, yeah. no sunset for Sam. No, no. sunset for Sam. Mm. But um, <laughs> apart from Overwatch, I played through Inside yesterday. Mm. So um, made by Play Dead. Okay. Very, very intense experience. Very heavy. What? Very heavy. It's, it's only, it took me, I think, about three hours to play from front to back. Okay. On, on the single playthrough. Um, made by the guys that did Limbo. So it's got that real gloomy. Really dark. Dark only dark to this one like i don't want to try and dive too much into story and yeah things like that but i, I played with headphones on the whole time and just just the soundtrack and the sound effects just really jarring like the style in itself where it's yeah. all just black and grays and shadows yeah the only it's real intense. color you see is you know your little little boy's red shirt and then um you know the red of some of the push buttons then there'll be yeah. flashes of gold or orange here or there but the rest of it yeah it's just all um monotone grayscale everywhere Ugh. very heavy would i like this game i think you would yeah i think you I, would. I, I don't know the game i i it's, haven't seen it's got some it. puzzle elements um i don't know what you describe the style of game to be like it's a traditional side scroller you've just got a, a jump button and a interact button okay um light puzzle elements you just pretty much, you know, point A to point B is, is I guess, the, the basic crux of the game, but it's just super dark. It definitely... Touches on some interesting themes. Yeah, it draws you in. Yeah, like, it's, it's hard because there's so much in it that just, yeah, as, as Ali said, it just sucks you in, but I don't really want to touch on any of that because no. it just would take away from your experience. Like, I went to it... Yeah, it's like Firewatch, clear, right? Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. talk about Firewatch to someone who hasn't played it yeah. because you're really just going to ruin it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'd, I'd really, really recommend picking okay. it up. I think, I think it's 28 bucks, something like that, give or take. Um, it gets released... Think in a week on PlayStation Four as well. I think yeah. it's end of this month. It comes out on PS Four, so you can get it on PS Four. Hopefully they do. The hopefully they do some kind of combo. Yeah, with Limbo. With Limbo. Because I recommend that one. Mm. I played through that one. That one was really good. Yeah, Limbo is a little bit more challenging. Definitely. Yeah, but um, just the the last quarter of Inside just took me for a loop. Yeah, My right. God, just got so out there, but mm. loved it. Loved it. I want to do another playthrough. The fact that you can like smash this game in one sitting yeah. as well. Really, really rewarding when you can knock out a game in a one sitting. Mm. Um, other ones, I've been playing a game called Failey Breaks, actually, on, on the old uh, smartphone. So it's a hashtag snap game. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's like a... It hasn't caught on anywhere near as oh, much as I want it's to. Catch, you're just looking in the wrong channel. So oh, it's, yeah, oh, yeah. it's taken over like wildfire <laughs> out there. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's a game made by Sponge Games. They're a Brisbane based company up there it's it's free to play uh there is some microtransactions if you want to get rid of the ads and things but it's 
the basis of the game is is you're driving a car that's got no brakes down a hill and you've got to obviously try and avoid obstacles to, to get the longest um, you know time yeah. running down said hill and there's there's various other obstacles you've got to avoid people and animals and jumps and all this it's super simple just pick up and play yeah right good fun it reminds me of that game that you used to play on like Windows 95 of like, like a skier going downhill yeah just like that yeah. oh and that little yeti that comes out and just yeah, eats yeah, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> I love that game yeah, so super simple, well done to Sponge Games up there in Brizzy, free to play or free to download, free to play. So if you're looking for a little little distraction while you are on the can or on the transport or wherever, Bailey Breaks. You need a snap game. You Hashtag need a snap, snap game. game. And the last one I've been playing, uh, I've been playing a bit of Attack on Titan Wings of Freedom. Mm. Can't say too much about it because it's I can't not released. Be all that great. Why? I'm surprisingly enjoying it. I thought it was going to be shithouse. Yeah, I hate... Why? Why is, Why the negativity? I, I didn't have a problem with the first one. Anime uh, spin-off game. Mm. Not spin-offs, but like anime... Um, well, the, What's the word I'm looking for here? Games that are anime series. Yeah, so it's the story of this. It follows the exact first season of Attack on Titan. Nothing happens in that. I know. It's like, I mean, like things happen. Yeah. But you're, you're basically fighting... Drag two gigantic titans and then he yeah. becomes a titan yeah whatever his name is yeah. Aaron Aaron that's it yeah yeah she so, plays the girl with the red scarf yeah you change characters so um I can't go into it too much but it, it looks if anyone's played the Afro Samurai game on I think it was on Xbox 360 no. it's got a similar graphic style to that so it looks like oh. the anime but there's a little bit more cell shading to it I'm- um we have played the Afro Samurai game yeah, Thrasher's I mean, house, I think, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, right, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Forgot about the that. controls can be a bit of a juggle. Like, um, I'm playing on Xbox, so the X button is to launch your, your grappling hooks, and then you've got to press A to turbo, and then Y to do, like, you know, the neck incisions that kill the Titans. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of interaction you've got to do on the D-pad, and then you've got to lock it with the, the right trigger to lock on the Titan. Like, it's... Very antiquated control system. Yeah. But once you start to pick it up and it becomes a little bit more normalized to you, it can be pretty fun. Like it's super quick, jetting around the buildings, you know, scaling multi-rise things, scaling titans. I'm going to have to look into this. But it was, it was interesting. I don't know if it's getting released and it's going to be English dub here, but the version I've got is full Japanese dub. So it's got the English subtitles in it, but it makes it more dramatic. As you know, you know when, you watch, yeah. when you watch an anime and you listen to... Almost the English translation is like, hey, let's go get him. But then in the Japanese, it's like, let's go get him. And you're just like, it's so much more. Totally not. Great use of the word antiquated, by the way. Uh, You've played the first one? Uh, I didn't get to play the first one, but I followed it heavily. And it was like I said on the last podcast, um, I think it was fan made, not 100% certain on that. But it was, there wasn't any like story progression, but it was like, I think there was like about four or five basic levels where you went against certain, the particular Titans. Yeah little you know chibi versions of the characters and stuff but it looked like just stupid fun yeah Mm. just like cutting them down and doing level elimination sort of thing and it like it wasn't the best graphics it wasn't like any of that but so i thought okay if you have that as a base and then you put some money behind it Mm. yeah you have something good right i think my problem with maybe like anime video games is that you already know the story and you can kind of get past the gameplay pretty quickly. Like, gameplay is not enough to play a game. You need a story to really drive it. And the fact that you're rehashing a story you already know just doesn't yeah. feel. And, and you know where it's going to end. And you know it's going to end like 
to where the story is actually up to. And and I, I do have to say, on the Attack on Titan, on the anime style, I, I didn't read the manga, but um, the TV series, the anime series, it just the ending of it is so anticlimactic, and then the fact that we've waited, I think it's what nearly three years now for the second season to come out. Yeah. Dude, the manga is it's like, or manga, uh, is so far ahead. Yeah, like it's where I read up to. Like they've learnt the secrets of the Titans, and you mm. know. See, I, I haven't read any, so I have no idea about that. I've been waiting three good. years or whatever it was yeah, since I, I watched the first season. I like it. It's got like a real Game of Thrones approach to just killing off characters. It's pretty okay. Good. Yeah. yeah, I can but respect that. Pleasantly yeah. surprised so far by this game. So okay. I've got to still keep pushing through it, and I want to try and finish it. But um, yeah. You've been awfully busy that week. Last it's been week. A, it's been a busy gaming week. Yeah. What about yeah, you? Um, well, apart from the Overwatch sessions, mm-hmm. uh, I got to dabble in a particular game that was mentioned on the arse end of last week, which was No Man's Sky. Ooh, hey. yes. Yes. The elephant in the room. Yeah. Have you met Dick Nose yet? <laughs> Mate, there's Dick Nose on every planet. Really? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gotten an old Dick Nose yet, but um, I've gotten quite adorable creatures, to be honest. i got these cute little squishy things that were jumping around in okay. the water. Then I found out the old water was uh, acid. Very quickly. (laughs) Don't go there. But um, I liked it. Yeah. Okay. So that makes me. That gives me a bit of hope. Yeah. I thought you were playing it since you were posting pictures of Dick Nose. Yeah. Oh, like I want to play it because yeah. Oh, Dick Nose is like the coolest looking thing, and like I'm just upset that you can't ride like little animals you find like that because that would be a really cool feature. You know, you can do that in Ark if you want. You could tame dinosaurs and ride oh. them. I haven't played Ark. You played Ark, didn't you? I Riley? love Ark. It's great. That was probably actually you know what? That was probably the last game I was really passionate about. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, it's evolved yeah. oh, yeah. so that much that right. game too. Like, it, well, that was when I started falling off because I felt like there was a long update every damn mm. week. That's yeah. that's one, and I was playing it on PC. Yeah. Can I can I um like ask you for your opinion on maybe some of the feedback I've been reading about No Man's Sky sure. and just maybe get your take on it so i hear that the crafting system is a bit repetitive it is and uh gets to be a little bit redundant after a little while uh for the amount of time that i've been playing i i it hasn't been any redundant in any other game that i've played yeah where the crafting system is available okay um i for me especially early on figuring out the crafting system and what we have access to because i know if you don't have like a lot of open slots you don't know what you have access to yeah so yeah, maybe the way that was delivered, it gets a bit confusing at the start, but okay. once you get the rhythm... I've heard the combat good. system is a bit basic. Yeah, pretty simple. Okay. Point and shoot. I've heard that um, the like those mech things that you find on every world... Um, the it, little collector robots. Whatever they are. There's like uh, like an alien life, like alien presence or something on every world. Like little the little drones? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I've heard that they're kind of um, a little bit soulless as a feature in a game. Like, they, you know, they don't really... Add anything. Add anything. No. Or, okay. well, no, I'm still figuring them out, really. Like, I was just get annoying, don't they? Yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I'm like, am I supposed to be running away from this? Am I supposed to be okay. shooting at this kind of thing? Yeah. At, th- at this stage, anyway. But, um, yeah, they are, for, for now, they're redundant to me. Yeah. And then, like, kind of the last thing that totally makes sense to me, but I'm not too sure how big of an issue it is, is that after a while, everything sort of looks like something you've seen before because it's procedurally generated you would have only like a finite number of things, even if it's like a million, you'd have mm. a finite number of com- combinations. Yeah. So is, are you seeing that too? Like you're getting your little cute blob pets 
the little aliens. Uh, well, I, you know what? I actually haven't named anything yet. What? That's the whole point of the yeah. game, Ali. That's one thing I'll critique. I did not know how to do that. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was like something like you you would look at it and then it'd be like, hey, do you want yeah. to name this? No. But apparently you have through to the pause yeah menu. go through all through the, the pause, menus like and Pokemon stuff. Or something. But they do give you money for it, which I didn't realize. Yeah, so. yeah like a thousand thousand credits. Yeah, I'm probably sitting on a fucking gold mine. Gold, gold mine right now. But um, yeah. yeah. And then you got it, like, and then you can buy ships, right? That's yeah, you can problem. buy yeah. new ships, upgrade your ships. You can buy a ship off anyone, can't yeah. you? I feel so bad because I'm. The first interaction I had with someone on the space, uh, the big battleship thing, and it's like, oh, like offer money for their ship. I'm like, how rude is that? Yeah. Like, I just met this person. It's like, hey, let me buy a ship. Yeah. Every, everything's really low ball and no man's sky. Yeah. I'll get that for twenty credits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, do you run into people often? Um, when I'm in the, is oh, is it a battleship? It's a. It's almost just like a star cruiser. Yeah. So there's like a community hub. hub. That you can go to yeah. Essentially you'll, yeah. you'll see people yeah. there all the time Yeah Like yeah Ships come in and out And you can trade And buy stuff with them But you'll never see them When you're exploring planets I But this this is just yeah. AI This isn't like Yeah not real people oh. This isn't real players Like they I saw the other day There was a, a release That went out to, to various gaming outlets Where they sent Physical stickers To put over the copies Of No Man's Sky To, to like sticker over The multiplayer Section on the back of the game Yeah right So it'll, it'll get patched in eventually Yeah But for now that feature from what I can see and from what I've done, you know, digging around the interwebs, it's not there. Like pe- really two people, isn't. two people went to the same planet, couldn't see each other. The yeah. closest you get at the moment is say I go to a planet that Ali went to and she names that planet or names that animal. Mm. I can see animal yeah, XYZ named by Miss Ali Hart or something. Mm. Like yeah. That. That's as close as it gets for multiplayer at the moment. That was a big frustration for me in Daisy was that uh, I would, You'd, you'd land somewhere, you know your friend's in the same server, so they're somewhere in the map as well. Mm. And you've got to coordinate. No one speaks Russian. <laughs> and like The headaches you and I had on that, it's like, Dude. I'm standing at a street sign. What's it look like? Hang on, I'll send you a photo. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Send it to you and you're like, oh really? yeah, I've you'd, seen that you'd one. You'd find the beach and you'd be like, all right, the water's to your left. So that means I need the water to my right. We're here. And we still, like, we'd find oh. each other and then, you know, you'd, you'd die. And you've got to do it all over again. And yeah. that in its own way is a frustration um that kind of blocks the fun for me you know i want to play with my buddies that's like such a big part of online gaming for me is that i can link up my buddies and do stupid shit you know what that happens is we'll talk um i was telling you about that game uh the seven days to die on xbox and i said we should give that a whirl i know that kind of like randomly drops you like you and your mates in the same map but you have to find each other but it's a survival game so yeah it's being semi-realistic yeah I, i think it ties in in those games but in this sort of space one where hang on I don't even know where I'm going to go with this so I'll just <laughs> you're just going to drop the point <laughs> yeah. alright All right. yeah I, I had a point but it was gone well forget you maybe we'll jump into the news sorry about my little this week's news headlines so the first one I think we'd lead it off because I know you're back here Sam and I this is very dear to your heart so I thought we'd lead off with it's this in the news headlines just a dagger Final Fantasy 15 the delay has been confirmed it's still in 2016 which is the only positive of this but now yeah. it's pushed back to November 29th yeah I'm of two minds. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me of these two minds. Well, I'm not angry. Um, surprising. I'm not surprised either. You can be very angry. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can get a bit fiery. Um, oh, this thing just turned off entirely. Um, look, I I half think it's actually going to get pushed back again to 2017. Um, yeah. I feel like if they're delaying it this late in the piece, there's probably a pretty serious reason. Um, it's, it's a two-month delay. It's about 60 days between 
when mm. they're saying in November and, you know, September 30. Uh, I like that they have the balls to delay it because... Instead of releasing something that's underdone. Yeah, and I prefer it that way. I mean, mm. the game is something that we've waited 10 years for, literally. Mm. Um, it was first released in two, or first announced in 2006. Imagine if we found out it came down to... You know how they, they're obviously promoting Audi heavily in it. Imagine if it'd be something like that where they're like, oh, there's a new new Audi to come out let's rebuild yeah. it and put it in there imagine no. if they sold out to that regard I don't think it'd be that I mean like they are saying that they're pushing it back because they want to po- polish it basically mm. so they want to make sure it's perfect total wax and it's a huge game like the scope of it's massive it's basically you know it's very much along the lines of like The Witcher 3 mm. um, in terms of like scope in terms of gameplay um, features so I'm, I'm cool with it I'd much prefer to have the game perfect and late than on time and like buggy as all fuck because that would ruin the whole thing um yeah i think people were going to be unhappy with whatever if they released it and it was shit oh that's crappy oh we're going to hold it back well that's crappy too people are never happy no you're right but no i think i think i think people kind of get on with with something where it works like no one hates the witcher 3 you know, I no, love me some Witcher Three. Yeah, like it, it totally God, didn't game. have any of the issues. It didn't take ten years to, to produce either. Um, but but I'm like when I look at like Final Fantasy Thirteen, that is such a linear game, and it is not a Final Fantasy game at all. It, it's great combat system, um, story shit. Uh, the the lack of freedom to just roam is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that's the last major title that they had I'm not counting verse or 13, 2 or 3 but like I want them to move away from that and I think that they are and I think that this will be awesome or at least I'm hoping so yeah it looks good it does it looks amazing I'd be happy to wait I can't wait to watch uh, uh, Kingsclave the film that's oh coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah 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 did you see they uh, just and I think it's kind of as a bit of a like sorry they released the first 12 minutes of Kingsclave. I saw you share that. I haven't mm. watched it yet. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. You it's, should totally watch it. It's pretty cool. It's in cinemas this week? Coming? I think. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I think it is. Hmm. Yeah. I hope it's in the next couple of weeks. Ticket. I should book a ticket. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's fucking cool, man. Uh, and I've been, like, watching the Brotherhood um, YouTube anime shorts that they're doing. It's just cool. I can't wait for this game. So, even though you're a little bit upset that it's delayed, you're still firmly behind it you're still feeling confident oh yeah like love you, life. dude i like rewatched the <clears throat> versus 13 that was like the original the original title for the game it was mm-hmm. final fantasy versus 13 i watched the original um teaser Unveil. that they did the trailer that they have for that that is still a freaking cool trailer it's the main character noctis just like slaughtering 30 mechanical soldiers uh or actually they're humans i think in that one but like he just destroys them and it's one of the coolest trailers i've ever seen um, so yeah I'm very much hyped for this game but again predicting that it's actually going to be delayed again until 2017 hmm. predicting yeah. I, I think you're probably not too far from there well it's already November mm. yeah it becomes it's that sort of witching hour when you start trickling into late November December do they want to miss on Christmas though no they don't they definitely don't want to miss holiday period but they might have to I think mm. the name's going to sell itself regardless yeah you know it's going to sell a boatload even if they do push it to January, February interesting yeah. doubling back to what you said The Witcher 3 the complete edition's been confirmed so it comes with Blood and Wine and the Hearts of Stone expansions as well as 16 other pieces of DLC so that'll be yep um, you know physical items whether it be outfits, armour, weapons so on and so forth 
comes out for 79 bucks Australian. So that's the full game as well as every piece of DLC ever made for Witcher mm. 3. Superly, greatly, amazingly priced. Anyone that hasn't picked this up and won a game that they could invest hundreds of hours in, get on it. I'm seeing uh, Blood and Wine DLC for 40 bucks in retails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Retailers. It's a huge DLC. I yeah. still haven't finished Blood and Wine. Still haven't finished. I still haven't even finished the main storyline. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I find myself in like Witcher 3 um, moods where I'll play it for like two days mm-hmm. and then I'll just stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that game though. Me too. It's fantastic. Only, my only gripe with this game is once you do finish the end game, all the main characters just disappear. Like, you know, if you choose to, to side or shack up with Yennefer or Triss at the end, you'd think you could go see them or talk to them, interact. They're just gone. Which one's see the, ya. I killed a blonde one already. I forget her name. Oh, um, the one that lives to. out in the swamp. Yes. See, I, I sided with her. I think I actually slept with her and then she came back to the castle and helped us fight at the end. I can't remember her name, but she ends up, in my story, she ends up shacking up with one of the other Witcher guys and they bugger off to, you know, whatever the equivalent of Spain would be. I had to kill her. Yeah? Yeah, it sucked. I really didn't no. want to, but uh, she left me no choice. Mm. Pretty easy though. Because you're just a boss. That's it. But one, one thing, if, if anyone that has played The Witcher and want to pick up this set on top, like if they own a copy of The Witcher 3, your existing save will not port to the complete edition. So bear that in mind. If you do have mm. a save and you wanted to buy this and jump across and play all this new DLC, all, all the DLC and everything else, you're going to be starting from scratch, which is a little bit weird, but... Yeah, that's especially that. when you could like port your Witcher 2 save into Witcher 3. Yeah but not from Witcher 3 to Witcher 3 Complete Edition. I don't know what CD Projekt Red are doing, but uh, I'm not going to doubt them because they make freaking amazing games. (laughs) So something else that came this week, uh, Intel announced the Project Alloy, which is a wireless controllerless VR headset. Mm -hmm. So it is developed with RealSense cameras. So there's cameras within the headset, so it's full controller, so it's going to actually be able to detect hand movements. So they've shown some demo clips of people you know closing and opening their fists to to grab objects within the game press buttons so on and so forth pretty interesting dev kits are apparently going to be starting to drop late 2017 okay but apart from that that's the only real news or announcements on that interesting this is why you wait this is why you wait this is why you don't jump on the bandwagon i want an idiot friendly vr experience Mm. and and intel you know they're heavy hitters Mm. you know they know how to make hardware they know how to make chips this could be a beast yeah it's um it's definitely where you would want vr to go you don't Mm. want to use controllers like to to rock an xbox one controller is good like it's not bad vr in itself is amazing Mm. but Mm. you know you don't want to you you want to grab shit you know yeah push you want to to feel like you're casting the fireball that's one thing that i always thought was like a mm, bit meh with playstation vr is that you have to buy the old move controllers from the playstation three days yeah the ones or whatever they're called yeah like i I know that they're trying to do that i guess to to limit the the processing required and keep it cheaper and Mm. whatever else but yeah as, as ali said just wait a little bit until you know, they're going to deliver something pretty impressive, I think. Games need to, like, catch up too, though. Like, I think if you play something like Skyrim, um, a slash is a slash, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a, your arm moving, it's not moving with your arm. Um, it's just triggering the command to slash, and yeah. it'll slash however it wants to slash. Um, so when you get that freedom, that you can just kind of block and hit the way you're moving, mm-hmm. the way that you're actually moving, is that's going to be it. 
Did that, you, that's where I lie in bed forever. Yeah. Mm. Did yeah. you see the the trailer? The the next trailer they announced for Batman Arkham VR this week as well. You Don know the cape. Where the no, where, where the, the cow? Where the cow? The, the next is. trailer got me hot. Man, it looks so good. Like yeah. you know the the whole bit. You pick up the cow and you're putting it on with the headset and you're throwing batarangs and all this. It just looks awesome. Oh well, I'm I'm behind. It's apparently it's only it. going to be it's two two missions or two stories or something like that within the game so it's not going to be full fledged but it'd be good probably two three hours you're a DC girl yes mm. are you excited for this game I do know about this game oh, you need to check it out it's, I'm um, thinking that you're saying where the cow so <laughs> where's the cow where the cow you put the cow, the cow you put the cow <laughs> in your head um, and um, what was it uh, which one was it at E3 it was E3 this year it got it, it announced, announced at E3 um, this year was it like the, in the Playstation one yeah, it was I in the it was. it was in the PlayStation yeah. announcement. Yeah. Yeah. So can I uh, can I maybe take this moment to just really um, talk about something that I've been really analysing recently? It was Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that film probably five, six times in Why? the last two months. Why? It's on. It's uh. It's currently on my Ali USB is stick. currently sliding under the desk because this conversation is fearful for all. No, I don't want to shit on it. Um, no, he's going to ask the question that he's probably asked a bunch of times to me and I'm going to be giving the same answer no, months I, I ahead. Feel like, I feel like maybe not. Um, but I just, I don't know, for, like for very odd reasons, I've watched it about six times. Uh, I love Ben Affleck as Batman. So I do too. I, I do too. A, I'm I behind him. Batman. I like him more than Christian Bale as Batman. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Um, it's more commanding. The fact he's jacked as shit and he's just this old grizzled dude. I think Man of the Match goes to Jeremy Irons. I like Jeremy oh, Irons. Oh, Alfred. Is Alfred. Yeah. yeah, I think he's just like the right kind of bitter, you know? And him and Ben Affleck have a good back and forth. I really didn't like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I don't like... Again, I'm not like a comic book guy, so I don't really have anything to base these characters off of. I know that Lex Luthor is just meant to be bald, and that's about all I know. Mm. Um, I didn't hate him. I thought he was a pretty good um, antagonist uh, for the film. I think he did all right. Ali's looking around the room. Uh, I think the film just sucks because it knows it's a film. All, you know all that I mean? film is is a setup to the rest of the universe. Like, yeah. there is no story apart from let's, let's introduce the Justice League by these uniquely discovered clips that Lex Luthor has complete with unique icons yeah, yeah, for yeah. the Flash I and Cyborg cool. and all this. You know, um, they talked up that it was going to be Batman versus Superman, this big epic battle. You know, for what's the movie's what two and a half hours i think two and a half hours here's my question what's the name of the cyborg dude cyborg seriously that oh that's All his right. name in the in i don't know right. real what's name his dad's like. name mr why cyborg. does his why does know. his dad <laughs> in cyborg. That, when um when wonder woman's going through those clips right why why is his dad filming it one why does the camera angle change between like shots just so like there's a bit where his dad's just like like uh, frustrated and just mm. like oh, I don't know, and it's like it's just centered on him, and then like when the little box thing starts um, like Pulsating, merging or whatever yeah. with him, for some reason his first reaction is to stop the camera, yeah, <laughs> like to shield the yeah. camera, yeah, <laughs> I was like, not what go save his son. Going on? Yeah, like is he aware that he you know there's a second film and they mm. can't show everything yet? See, he al- like he always <sighs> plays that guy that I can't remember the actor's name in real life, but that guy always plays a dude that's trying to reinvent this robotic technology he's Miles Dyson in Terminator 2 yeah. he, he brings on Judgment Day and now he's making cyborgs in this like he's just typecast what? as this robotics expert that just brings an end to the world can I ask is like a taxpayer 
would you be really frustrated that you paid all that money for Superman's funeral only to find that he's alive? Yeah. It's the big 21 gun salute and all yeah. this. And yeah, it's a bit of bullshit. It's like, a bit of bullshit. And like when Superman's... All right, total spoilers by now. Sorry. Um, That's okay. Maybe we'll throw like a little spoiler alert in before this bit. But um, <laughs> I don't like, mind. Have you seen it? No, that's why I was crawling in my chair. Oh, oh you it. haven't watched it? No. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'm pretty sure you're not going to watch it anyway. I've got the gist anyway. Yeah, so like there's a bit where um, Doomsday is getting pushed out of the atmosphere by Superman. Yeah. Superman had like three more really good pushes in him before he was well and truly out of Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. But instead the nuke like, yeah. gets them both and sends them both falling back into Earth. Like surely the Pentagon was aware of what was going on. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they yeah. could p- put it together that he's mm. pushing him out of the atmosphere. Yeah. All he had to do was prod him into the sun. Yeah. Uh, but instead they're like, no, fuck it. Nuke yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, just America. Like they had to just to like bring the stakes or like raise the stakes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, ah, I think the biggest, how annoyance- does, how does Superman stay floating in the atmosphere? But doomsday comes falling back. If Superman's mm. closer to earth, at that point of impact, oh, I don't know. It just makes no sense. Aliens. Yeah, they're, they're different metabolic makeups or something. He, I here's don't know. one for you. Why is Batman shooting guns at everybody? I thought yeah. his thing was he doesn't shoot guns. But, well, in mm. 99% of all Batman stories, he never kills anybody. No. There's a few options where, a he's, lot of people in where this he's killing people. And, he and they've gone that dark grizzled, you know, at the end of his rope Batman in this. And I, I love Affleck's portrayal of it I thought yeah. it was fantastic I think but it was great. just this movie set this massive fight up for two hours of the two and a half hours of runtime. you know pitting Batman versus Superman you know yeah. the, the two DC figureheads hyping it up hyping it up then they fight for 10 minutes then they're like your mum's name's the same as my mum's name yeah I don't want to like sh- yeah that makes no do sense do we just become me. best friends yeah let's go fight Lex Luthor are there and mums I'm just like Fuck. Are their mum's names both Martha in the law? Yeah. Oh, I think. Mm. We'll say yeah. Okay. But it was just such a cop-out. And the fact that, you know, in, in all these big um, blockbusters now, when they have this massive, you know, female lead portrayed by a big reputable actress, they try and just force-feed them scenes unnecessarily. And they were doing that. Like, Amy Adams was in it all the time. It's like, mate, who's a piss what Lois Lane's doing right now? Amy Adams was literally the most redundant character in that film like yeah. every everything she's doing in that film like is I can't, I can't even explain it like she is so unnecessary particularly like being in the combat zone yeah and like where yeah. the hell in the world do you get past the security like a police blockade by saying I'm a, I'm a reporter yeah <laughs> like oh no worries like alright let her in yeah anyway alright we, we can't enough about that Ali shame on you for having not watched it it's more of like just being really, really stubborn that everyone has shat on it now. I'm like, you know what? Fuck don't it. want to see it. I think there's like bits to like about it. Yeah. I think you'll find things you, you enjoy Like about Aquaman. It. Mm. Like at, Aquaman. At the crux of it all, Affleck is a great Batman and Henry Cavill pretty much is Superman. Like, obviously Christopher Reeve is still the one that everyone knows as Superman, but you look at Henry Cavill, he fits that look and that style yeah. portrayal. Like, he does a good Superman. Yeah, he does all right. Uh... What I what I hate is this. The, some of the dialogue in, in that film is shocking. Mm. Like, and I feel like most of it is Superman's dialogue. But Ben Affleck has a couple of really bad lines. Like at the end, Gal Gadot asks him why Why do we need to assemble them? Uh, like these, you know, these other superhumans. Yeah. And, and Ben Affleck's line is literally, "I've just got a feeling." 
Yeah. Like, feels it in his waters. Like, you, you, like you could literally or throw his that question. <laughs> you could throw that question around, like a, a room of scriptwriters, yeah. and get like fifty answers that are better than I've just got a mm-hmm. feeling. And for some reason, that's what they settled on. Ah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Massive tangent there. As as you said, Ali, I'm <laughs> I like where they're going with Aquaman. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Like they've they've just turned me into this badass dude that can talk to fish and can mm. swim. And they're underwater, already talking about just, his movie, and I'm really excited. They reckon he's going to try and make him this big badass mother in it, which is cool. I'm curious which if they're going to follow a particular story with him. Mm. Like if he's if he's the Aquaman that I've had conversations about, and like an angry, you know, f- anger fueled Aquaman, where mm. oh, I don't know if I should. Yeah, the comics are out. Give it a go. Um, where his child has been murdered mm. by Mantis. Is he like? Is he like? Uh, he's an Atlantis person, isn't he? Mm. He's an Atlantan, Atlantean. 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 Let's go. I think Atlantean works. And like, he's he's not really on the surface. He's always underwater, right? Mm, for the most part, I think mm. he dabbles. Mm. And it depends. Like the um, Aquaman's stories, like a lot of comic book stories, have gone just different ways. Yeah. So it it's obviously depends. Really, but with this one in particular, it looks like they're going dark, gritty, angry yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. Okay, so. all right, cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I like the DC universe from what I know about it, and I know equal parts DC and Marvel. I like mm-hmm. DC better. I like the darkness of it all. Thank Marvel you. seems very much like the hero wins in the end, whereas mm. DC is like deals with some heavy tones. Mm. I was like what I was mentioning last week. Anyway, I am a big DC fan, but I don't really follow the heroes i like the the villains villains. i like the bad stuff let's not talk about suicide squad then yeah probably shouldn't yeah that still hurts me a little bit (laughs) but if you want to hurt some other people battlefield one open beta (laughs) commences on august 31st solid segue yeah it's solid one of the better ones august 31st head on over to um i don't know if it's via battlefield.com or it's on the dice website Mm. but if you sign up um to be part of the the dice ea crew whatever it is you can get access to the beta the origin squad the origin squad august 31st so it's on xbox one ps4 and pc mm. and at time of recording this titan feel uh, titan fall sorry titan fall 2 beta is open on xbox one and ps4 this weekend it's a big and download. next weekend it's 17 gig worth of download it's pretty hefty oh boy yeah but um they're not going to open the beta up for PC because I don't want to spoil any of the single player storyline because obviously you can get into the back end of the code yeah so on and so forth so yeah Dark from the footage I haven't, I haven't played it yet but the footage I've been watching this week it looks good mm. I'm hyped what's I'm your excited. view on data mining I don't know I like there's bits about it where um where people find really cool interesting like things that are just like like just little like Easter egg kind of things. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But when people are doing it to to spoil, yeah, to spoil or just to be spiteful. Yeah, there was a Pokemon like they data mined Pokemon Omega Red or Omega Ruby mm-hmm. or whatever it was in the, the last ones, mm-hmm. and they found like a new Fire Water type that hadn't been released, and later you know eventually got released as some sort of like legendary Pokemon. So things like that are cool because mm. you know it doesn't really hurt anyone to know that there's like code in there to sort out a Fire Water type, but. Yeah, sometimes it's like, fuck you guys. Patience, kids, patience. Just let things be. Didn't it happen in No Man's Sky? It did. I think someone did a massive one. Yeah. And I think they found some tarnishing things. Like a week before release. Oh, no, I think this is the one. The one I was thinking of, I think, was about a week ago. 
Yeah, it was only released a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah, or like, sorry, like within the week that just passed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's a bit upsetting. They put so much time and effort into it and for someone to kind of mm. spoil it. I think so. I think people already had their pitchforks out, so someone really went for it. So yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in agreement. I don't mind if they they unveil and uncover some Easter eggs, but when they're starting to just pick apart unreleased story or unreleased characters and things, it gets a little bit on the nose. It's, like in, it's just yeah. a pissing comp between you know IT savvy dudes and they're like, oh look at what I've uncovered. Yeah, you know? yeah, but it's it's like it really it serves no one. No, you know, no. It's just a yeah, like no a pissing wants, competition. No one likes spoilers. No. 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 Sorry for spoiling Batman vs. Superman for anybody. Uh, <laughs> Warner <laughs> Brothers spoiled Batman. But I'd like Superman. to think I'd like thing. to think that for anybody who uh, who hasn't seen it and listened to that, they, they sort of enjoyed the points we're raising. I think so. I think so. I'd like to think they would. So the next one, it's probably one of the biggest things to come out of the news this week is the end of Xbox question mark. So um, Aaron Greenberg, head of Xbox Games Marketing, did an interview with Engadget this week and he believes that Project Scorpio will be the last Xbox console. So this ties directly into, I guess, this um, structure they wanted to implement where you can, you know, upgrade your um, your consoles, whether it be, you know, graphics cards, whether it be your RAM, whether it be yeah. your processing power. So they're going to go that potential route. Kind of sounds like, um, oh, what is it? It's a PC? Mm. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I, I like it though. And oh. it's very much, you know, it's not really a preference anyway it's kind of where the future is if you if you really think about it, like consoles are, uh, present a lot of problems like having a console generation presents a problem in that you're, you're limited to producing content for a certain specific well certain specs mm. and then you have to wait three to four years before you get the next big upgrade it's kind of handy as a user because it means that you buy one thing and you're guaranteed that everything's going to work on it right but like as a PC gamer, you don't have that luxury. You have to make sure that your graphics card's good enough. You have to make sure that you've got the RAM. Um, but I like the idea that every two or three years, all you need to do is just kind of tweak something on your current rig. Yeah. And you've got, you know, the power to play whatever, whatever's available at the time. And it'll, it'll be a lot easier for game developers too, where that way they might just have that. Because obviously they probably look at PC as the first market for a lot of these titles where they'll do mm. this highly upscaled game and then scale it down to, to suit the current Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 and the like mm. where this might take away some of those headaches and potential teething problems with, with sort of scaling up, scaling down where they can have this standard PC-based blueprint where then that will then work on the Xbox One. Obviously, there's the there's the Microsoft cross-play thing that they want to roll out where you'll be able to you know, share your games across Windows 10 devices and, X- and the Xbox yeah. One ecosystem as well. Yeah. yeah. So they're already inching their way towards it. I think it's surprising that they've sort of come out and, and potentially either well, acknowledge they haven't confirmed, but at least they've sort of tipped the hat to say, yeah, this is the way we want to go with it. You know, We're going to mm. go that, that PC, PC blueprint where we can... As you said, every couple of years, incremental hardware updates at a at a lower cost potentially. Still keeping well, the it. game. It has to be it has to be cost effective for people to really adopt this you know this whole way of going forward. Mm. Um, but it is like it is for a PC. Yeah, I, I bought my rig three years ago for nine hundred, and it still plays most games. Uh, you know, to to max settings, and I probably won't need to look at upgrading it for at least another year or two. Hmm. So, yeah. I Probably feel, can't do VR though. I feel like there's an angle. I feel like the, when they started announcing the whole 
merging the whole buying it on console, but you also have it accessible on Windows, yeah. so your PC. Mm. I feel like they're doing something. What do you think? What do you think <laughs> I they're feel doing? Like there's a t- I feel like they're going to start building up a wall here. like against maybe like uh, Steam. So I think they want to be a but competitor. I, but you could like argue that that wall exists already. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and you know, Blizzard has their own wall. As well, justifiably though, I feel with Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, they're a titan; they can do whatever they want. But, mm. like, you, you could argue that you know, simply by having separate consoles, there's a wall there where you're on one or the other. Like, very few people own both, mm-hmm. um, or, or you know, all three if you want to count the Wii, which no one does. Um, <laughs> Poor Wii. So, and it's weird because like there are fewer and fewer exclusives to these consoles now. Mm. Um, yeah. Like we really do operate in a world where they pretty much make it for everything, so that everyone can buy it. Yeah. So yeah. If they it's a bit redundant. If they work more on the whole cross-platform pl- gameplay thing, like I'm on a PC and I can play you guys on Xbox or PS4, mm. then I guess I won't be too iffy about it. Yeah. No, Steam's not going anywhere. Like, and you know, there'll always be people playing on Steam, but. Yeah, but I don't want to have to shuffle, start shuffling in between a bunch of different things, like like yeah, my Steam port, mean. but then I have to go through my Microsoft port for this now, like yeah, because I I hate having to jump on the Ubisoft thing for yeah. some Ori- games. Origin is the worst, and uh, Origin as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so moving on, doubling back to Overwatch. So are we talking too much? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. On this podcast. Nah, never, never. So Overrock, uh, Overwatch, the ranked mode season one has just come to an end. And for season two, they're implementing some some pretty hefty changes. The first one is the skill rating is increasing from anywhere from, it was one to 100 this this uh, first season, but now it's going from one to 5,000. Mm. Um, but I think the biggest thing that they've tied into it is their seven skill tiers. So it goes um, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, and grandmaster. So that's almost going to be what everyone's going to be known for. So even though that number might jump up anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 or whatever, match yeah. by match, you can then go, nah, I'm a silver, I'm a gold, or I'm a grandmaster. So that's going to be your, your new handle, I think. Yeah, and you can only drop out of grandmaster and master. You can't drop out of like gold or silver. Correct, if correct. If you're not performing. I don't, I don't understand the angst uh, because I, I don't play ranked overwatch i don't even think i oh, can play ranked yet i'm not that high level. No. Yeah, you need to be level <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, so i can't really uh, empathize with whatever sentiment the community has at the moment towards current rank system but the metal uh, system's a good way of being able to say no i'm not shit you guys yeah. are yeah, i'm yeah, a yeah. silver mate you're a bronze yeah <laughs> we, we didn't lose much, because of me yeah. dude it's very much a like i mean because league has a similar rank system and like like while you're in like the lobby before a game people quickly type your name into like an engine to work out what rank they are and you always just hear like someone will be like ADC and then the next comment is no I'm ADC you bronze scrub like, <laughs> <laughs> get out of here you bronze scrub yeah, it's just um, gonna develop that elitism into the game now yeah it, it's funny like because Blizzard are tweaking this they're also um, with the release of the new cards in Hearthstone actually and we didn't really cover this at all I don't think um there's been a lot of negative feedback about some of the cards that are being released. So Priest at the moment as a, a class isn't doing too well. It's pretty much the bottom end of the scale for Hearthstone in both uh, competitive play and arena. And they released this card called uh, Purify, which is just shit. It's just shit. It's already worse than existing Priest cards. And a lot of people are wondering why this card's been released at all. Um, why would you make a bad class worse? And, uh, you know, obviously it just makes Arena a little bit harder for them. Not that you'd 
play it anyway. You'd be pretty mad to pick it. Uh, so, and I forget his name, but um, one of the lead designers came out uh, addressing the questions. So kind of admitting guilt in a way or admitting wrongdoing. Um, and then the fix was that they removed the card entirely from Arena. It's still available in standard play but it just won't show up in arena that's how bad this freaking card is <laughs> uh they just won't give it to you yeah so um i like blizzard for that i like that they they do change things where they feel the community needs mm. or wants something different they're very proactive they are absolutely mm. which is um, great which is kind of the secret to their success mm. you know yeah go blizzard go yeah. blizzard but also um, buff priest because yeah. i'm really dying to play priest i love it so something that's a head scratcher for me that got announced this week was Metal Gear Survive. Did you guys have a look at this at all? No, I the the amount <coughs> of like rage on my Twitter feed was more than enough. Yeah, really, more than enough. I had a colleague at work. He's not really a gamer, but he saw it. And he like he was like, "Hey, did you see that? Yeah, it looks cool." <laughs> oh, looks cool. Too. Yeah, said, it looks cool. I was it like, looks "Oh yeah, so shit." Really? Like so? It's it's four player online co op. It's set after the events of Ground Zero. So that was the small sort of, you know, mini Metal Gear they released before Phantom Pain. Mm. So it's set yeah. after that. And it's it almost looks similar to something that I played recently was that Umbrella Corpse. So it's just going to be like... I thought they said it was like an alternate timeline. Kind yeah, of, so yeah. it's an ultimate, alternate timeline after Ground Zero. So snakes bug it off to then jump into Phantom Pain and do okay. all that stuff. So I don't know if you play Snake, like you, from what I could see in it, you wake up as just some like unknown soldier dude. So it's just generic soldier A and you partner up with three other guys and, and you go into this like time void and then you're fighting infected humans that have got bloody lava spike head looking thing from the video. Like it looks shit. Is it like Left 4 Dead? I think there's a Left 4 Dead vibe to it, yeah. Where oh, it's just well. like four people versus... Good thinking, good thinking. I like Left 4 Dead. Left I like Left 4 Dead, but what are you doing to this franchise? Like, just... Making money, bruh. Blatant, like, fair enough, Metal Gear Rising <laughs> was a massive disconnect from that standard formula. That was they... it Revengeance also? That's, that's the one I was thinking yeah, of, yeah, Revengeance, yeah. Where, you were, um, where you were raiding and you were just... You, it was like Devil May Cry in yeah. Metal Gear Solid Universe. I don't want to say this, but um, I was just going to make a comment that I feel like sometimes games, when they run out of ideas, they go, zombie mode. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> oh, I'm, when I'm in doubt, throw some zombies. Go throw am, some zombies in there. I'm so over zombies, man. I am so over zombies. It's like the most tired idea in, in cold, pop culture at the moment is fucking zombies. Did you see the Infinite Warfare zombies mode got announced? And it's like that 80s carnival parody that they're sort of doing. Yeah. Just four unknown dudes running through a like a, a fun park. You actually meet David Hasselhoff in it too. I think he's actually playing... What was his character in Knight Rider? I don't know. Kit was the car. Whatever. Kit's driver. Him, call him Knight Rider. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, so you meet the Hoff in it and all this. Like, I don't, it's, like Call of Duty is one of the few like places where I, I uh, like you, it. You where, tolerate I, where I still like zombies. it. Yeah, because fuck, it's fun. Like, it is fun doing a sort of survival mode in Call of Duty. They make it fun. Yeah. Like, I've got very fond memories of playing, you know, the zombie mode in... Um, I think it was like World at War. Mm. Um, that was the with, first with one, buddy. wasn't it? Yeah, it was where you just shacked up mm. in this little house. Yeah, and you had to border up the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, and like me and a mate really just tried cracking this thing for hours. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, f- oh, fuck zombies. I, I really caught on to the COD ones when they started 
putting real like big name actors well not big name but like real life actors in as, as characters mm. and then in the last one when they had Jeff Goldblum in it I think he killed it in the last one I haven't played Black Ops 3 it was good fun I like Kevin Spacey in um, Advanced Warfare though oh yeah yeah yeah. it was very much just uh, President whatever his name is in um, House of Cards yeah Frank Underwood he was Frank very Underwood. much just President yeah. Underwood yeah so that was interesting a bit of sad news this week Kenny Baker passed away at age 81 he was uh, I guess best known for being R2-D2 in the Star Wars probably uh, only universe. known for that reason really. he did a few other roles too but really? nothing that sort of probably got anywhere near close to <laughs> global acknowledgement apart from Star Wars so yep. that's a bit sad something else was sad not really tied into video game but I thought it was funny but um, the first cut of the latest Triple um, X movie I think it's like Triple Triple Xander Returns or whatever um, has I quote left the lead star Vin Diesel speechless good kind or bad kind I reckon it's bad kind he just went what the fuck have I signed up for like, really just, where's the cause yeah needs more action I don't feel like Vin, Vin Diesel is a f- very funny um, like person for me to think about I, I have a video <laughs> like a Muppet like I, I got this video saved he posted it on Instagram this year on Memorial Day uh, it's literally him like sunbaking on this chair and he's addressing like his fans, I guess. And uh, he says, happy <laughs> Memorial his Day. Fan. <laughs> he's saying like, happy Memorial Day. Uh, it reminds me of this film I made uh, in 1999 or whatever with Steven Spielberg oh. called uh, Saving Private Ryan. And then he like literally goes for the next three minutes to talk about like films and directors he's worked on. Uh, in a message that's meant to kind of salute the soldiers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was just like, it came on my feed because Nick Crowley posted it as one of the funniest fucking things he ever saw, has seen. And, and it really is. So Vin Diesel to me is just like very much in his own head. Probably yeah. since Furious got big. Like, or well, maybe when he <clears throat> lost his mate. No, <laughs> he milked the shit out of that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Everyone did. Yep. Like no one, no one. What's his name again? Paul Walker. Paul Walker. <laughs> what? No his one. Name no again? one respected Paul Walker as an actor. No one respected the Fast and Furious films. Like they Only were just you, very dude. much popcorn films. And then he dies, and all of a sudden, like it's the biggest thing to everybody in the world because Fast and Furious films, I guess, are probably the biggest grossing films at the time. Um, I still the, can't yeah. get over how much money these movies make. Oh, it's astounding. Like, they are shit movies, yet they just keep on churning them. It is astounding. And they're, they're successful. Like, they're mm. hugely successful films. Uh, I think I said it on this cast before, but, like, the actors in it, like, so many of the actors in it have clauses in their contracts saying that they can't lose any fights. They're not allowed to lose any fights, mm. and, and the story has to be made accordingly. So, like, they always end in stalemates, you mm-hmm. know? It's, it's fucking cool ass. Probably somewhere under the contract where they also have to have Coronas as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're oh, always yeah. drinking those Mexican beers. Oh, God, it's so bad, that product see, plus, mate. There's some drama on the Fast and the Furious set, whatever the next one is, Fast and the, Is it eight? They're up to eight or nine? Whatever the hell. Who cares? But the old Rock <laughs> uh, like, didn't name particular cast members, but he called them like candy asses or something. It apparently upset them because, you know, they didn't, tying, into, tying into that fight contract stipulation, I think, where... You know, it got a bit, got a bit sort of heavy-handed, and he wanted a decisive winner, and they were like, "No, it's uh, always a push, always a push." Yeah, like when you're when you're seven foot, and you're built like a brick shit house, you get to talk tough. Mm. <laughs> when you're everyone else in that film, yeah, like ludicrous, like ludicrous, <laughs> like ludicrous knows karate yeah. somehow. Like 
Like he doesn't, you know, but in the <laughs> film he does. And when did he become a fucking hacking expert? Yeah. Where did that happen? He was an auto mechanic or some shit yeah. running boat races in number two. Mm. Anyway. See, Tyrese is believable as a, as a badass. He's a big unit as well. But yeah, Ludacris like, piss off, mate. Get back to rapping. Yeah. I've only seen three films though. You, you can I encourage you to watch them all. They're pretty cool. Like, no, they're, they're, I they're won't. Fun to watch. What's the um? No, you're just like Aussie, what the fuck the whole no, time. The Aussie, like, the, the Aussie director that's now just catapulted himself because of these shit movies. Sango did Saw, and yeah, he did Saw, and oh, he did whoa, this, whoa, okay, and then he did on. the latest Star Trek movie now. Yeah, like, he did. Beyond like he's, Star Trek he's just the man now, which is receiving great reviews, by the way. Jason something or other, I think. I forget. I forget his name. Don't be knocking my Saw films. I like the Saw. Oh, I like the first few. As another franchise that just got beaten to death. Yeah. It did a little bit. So, um, GoldenEye 007 has uh, been remaked, remastered unofficially. Uh, it's a PC mod called GoldenEye Source. So, it's using a bit of that CS uh, mentality in the back end. But, um, yeah, it's, I think it's free to download, actually. But they've remade it into HD, 25 maps, 10 modes, 28 weapons. So, anyone that wants to get on that nostalgia train, train to play a bit of GoldenEye run around being odd job hiding into the vents with that golden gun or being jaws and always getting headshot yeah with the chop mm. yeah no great game yeah. very underrated game anyone that wants to jump on place i'm pretty sure they've got shared like online pc servers too so you could jump on and play some golden eye with your friends. friends check it out it is pseudo illegal like it is a bootleg version i was of going the game. to say see how long it takes till it gets taken down and they get noticed yeah, oh, I feel like they'll. But I uh, no one's making money off Goldeneye anymore, mm. except maybe Pierce Brosnan. He's probably got a little little clause in his contract where he gets a dollar every time it's mentioned or something. Yeah. Whatever happened to Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, he's dead in a gutter. He's somewhere. in a, he's in a car right now. Oh, I know God. that. And they Come play on. they still play on the Goldeneye like the James Bond tropes in the in the car ad when he's like, oh, we want to do this trailer, and you're driving up to this this log cabin. He's like, is there is there explosions he's like nah but there will be fireworks and there's like a hot chick there he's like I like fireworks he's, anyway he was a good Bond I, I, I didn't him. mind him as, as Bond they were very cheesy films but yeah. he was a good Bond yeah I agree yeah so new releases this week we'll waffle through uh, their grab of what said game is and then we'll throw our fictitious dollars to a new release that we will pick up this week. But oh, Ali, not so fictitious dollars. <laughs> yeah, you dropped some real paper this week yeah. from a game from last week. Last week, I made the reference that I said, if all games, if I was meant to get one, it would be Oculus. Oculus. I think we decided on what yeah. it was called. And I decided to just check it out since I said I would put fictitious money on it. And I, well, pretty much I saw it was 8-bit. And I also saw that it was the same publisher, uh, Devolver Digital. Mm-hmm. And said sold. What was, never, it, what was the game called? Uh, it's... Oclos. Oclos. Okay. Uh, okay. H. Yeah. Was it set in Rome or Greek? Greek mythology. Greek mythology. They were talking about sandals. Yeah. It's like, it looks like just like a little 8 bit game where you pretty much are getting a crowd to riot and go against the gods. So it it just looks like a silly, simple game, but, you know. But also work. Yeah. It works. Okay. Published by the same guys that did Broforce and all those kind of games. So sold. Yeah. I like Broforce. Broforce is great. New releases. All right. So let's see if you will drop some real paper on any of these this week too. So the first one out on August 22nd on PC is Obduction. Everyday life is gone. An organic artifact that fell from the sky inexplicably transports you across the universe. You're in a place called Hunrath with pieces of earth scattered within an alien landscape. Nobody's here. 
well, almost nobody. Explore, uncover, solve, decide. This is your story now. Meh. Meh. Meh, meh, meh. What else you got? I've got Neo, which is on the PS4. It's the second uh, beta demo available to download on August 23. Set in a time of civil war in Japan, Neo not only incorporates classic elements such as samurai and supernatural creatures from Japanese folklore, but also offers the exhilaration of an authentic samurai sword fight straight from Team Ninja, the team that defined brutal action games. Next one, Inside, which I talked about earlier. It's on PS4, August 23. Hunted and alone, a boy finds himself drawn into the center of a dark project. Can I, before you go on the next one, we can't really go. We, like, I know we'll all probably pick this one. Let's take this one out because it's a given. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the next one's Deus Ex Mankind Divided out on PC, PS4, Xbox One on August 23rd. Now an experienced covert operative, Adam, Adam Jensen, is forced to operate in a world that has gone ground, or that has grown to despise his kind. Armed with a new arsenal of state-of-the-art weapons and augmentations, he must choose the right approach along with who to trust in order to unravel a vast worldwide conspiracy. Next on Madden NFL 17, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360 and Xbox One on August 23rd. I'm not even going to tell your story. You play American football, you tackle some dudes, you throw some pigskin, the end. Do you get... um? <clears throat> in this one, you don't get... Uh... Like a, like a career mode where you're playing as a character and it's a very defined story. They talked about that at E3 this year for FIFA. No, there, there's no defined story. Like there's, yeah. there's um, commissioner mode where you can control the team and stuff or you can do a mode where it's you be, be a Madden. rookie and you work through, but there's no storyline. It's Madden 16 and yeah. Madden 15 and 14. It's just yeah. reskinned. There's this, the hit stick's more sensitive. There's, there's new tackle oh. animations. Hooray. All this, all this piss. It's Madden 16. The next one, King of Fighters 14 on the PS4 on August 23 in National America and 26th in Europe. So we'll probably fall into that European spectrum over Pro- here. In probably don't Oz. even need to really go into much about this either. Yeah, so it's another fight one. Three, three 3v3 team battle systems and there's a party battle mode featured in there. But it's just, you know, this, if you played a King of Fighters, there's a fair chance you know what you're going to get from King of Fighters yeah. 14. And the last one that's coming out this week is Master of Orion, a reboot from on PC, August 25th. The Ascendant Spacefaring 4X strategy game returns. A new chapter in the epic Master of Orion saga is poised to once again capture the imaginations of millions of gamers. Okay. So, team, where would you throw your fake dollars at this week? Sam, as you said, will disregard Deus Ex because... My real dollars are going there this week. I'll tell you that for yeah, sure. Same. My EB gift card. Is Your going EB gift week. card? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not going to be Madden because I played 16 and fucking hated it. Uh, <laughs> it's not a sport that I enjoy. Uh, it's probably not the king of fighters either because it is a very simple fighting game. Um, you really sold me on Inside earlier and that Neo second demo looks cool. Maybe Inside. I'll go Inside. Yeah, you yeah. go Inside. I'm yeah. gonna. I'll take Neo Second Demo then, Only I'm, just I'm, because of the Japanese folklore. Yeah, you throw a samurai in something, yeah. and <laughs> it's pretty much I'm on, I'm on Neo yeah. too. I'm on Neo. I've, I watched some some gameplay and some more trailers this week, and it looks fantastic. Graphically, looks good. The combat looks brutal. The you know those supernatural creatures, they look intense. They're intimidating. Combat's really fast, really fluid, real destructive. Yeah, I'm keen. But Day Sex like. Uh, if you haven't looked at this game yet, you should really take a, a look yeah. at the trailer because it, it looks amazing. The whole concept of like a civil war between cyborgs and, you know, just humans is yep. fucking amazing. Like it's a really, I think it's a really rich um, 
concept that the game's building yeah. itself on. And such a big sandbox. Like, you can be completely passive. Um, I think they're bringing back the ability you can pretty well finish this game without killing a single person again. That's cool. So you can just disarm people, knock them out. You can play stealth. You can play all guns blazing. However you want to tackle this game, it's completely up to you. That was one of my gripes about Skyrim is that I couldn't finish it without killing at least one thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So... Apart from Deus Ex, we've got some Inside and we've got some Neo second demo. So I think that's available to download from uh, August 23, just straight off the PlayStation Store. Hmm. How much is it? It's free, it's just a demo. Oh, it's free. So I'm pretty sure it's free to download. Also, technically, you've still got some um, fictitious... What are we going to call these? We'll call them 8-bits. We'll call we'll them 8-bits. That's our currency, yep. yep. You've got a few 8-bits left. Would you? Yeah, so maybe you can buy something else. Maybe, See, maybe like, you can get uh, can abduction, s- abduction. They spelled abduction yeah. wrong, by the way. Did oh, we, really? Did we do that? I yeah. copied that straight out of a um, new release Yeah, guide. so it's OB. It's, it's actually AB, isn't it? Abduction. Well, that's how the game spelled, actually. I thought. Anyway, yeah. moving on. I'm, I'm Deus Ex. I'd, I'd, if I was putting money down, I'd, I'd buy Inside, but I've already got it. But if we're looking at it from if I don't have it, I'd be putting it down on Inside. Because mm. that game is fantastic. Everyone needs to play it. What else is fantastic is some things to do this week. First one, down at the Pop Culture Trivia Club on uh, Liverpool Street in the Sydney CBD. Any AbFab fans out there, they're doing AbFab trivia this week on Wednesday night from 8 o'clock. I certainly won't be there. Yeah. Because that's another franchise that needs to die. Are you an AbFab person, Ali? No. No. Thank God. Where did this come from? I, like, I know the movie's on but like well, it was a tv show for years yeah i know but like we like it just really it, out of all things to be resurrected like absolutely fabulous mm. i don't know yeah anyway power to the two actresses that play the two They're characters to, to squeeze a movie out of a show from the 90s in 2016 like yeah. kudos to you on that regard but seriously piss off god damn <laughs> anyway Talking to the old birds. nothing to you, Brandon. Nothing. Nothing but clog my television screen. There might be fans. It could be. Yeah. Shout out. All three. To AbFab. All three of them. Two of them? Two, Two of them. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Next one, fans. the big one. The Oshodo Nationals. Yeah. Uh, 26th through the 28th of August at the Australia Ballroom at the Menzies Hotel in Sydney. Sam, did you say that one of your uh, rivals is going to be taking part so, in said all right. event? So, so, and I come off looking pretty poor in this at the moment. I'm going to be in Melbourne next weekend to watch the Comedy Bang Bang Live um, show oh. with, uh, with a buddy of mine. Launching it? Uh, watch what are you? it. Oh, watching. Yeah, watch oh, it. Jesus. It is in Sydney as well, here. but buddy of mine in Melbourne, when this was announced months ago, buddy and I, who both love it, thought, fuck it, we'll just do it. And it's his birthday. Anyway, Matthew, my, my little bastard cousin. Your nemesis. The one I always talk about when I talk about Tekken. <laughs> the one we hate. Battle of Eva, year long, yeah. years long rivalry. Uh, I love him, but I have to. Uh, he'll be competing. Okay. He's um he, he's pro- he's definitely not going to win. And you know, look, we're realistic about. But it. he's a roughie, you reckon? We play like the best players in Tekken in Australia. Literally, all play at Sydney um, Market City, mm-hmm. right? So you can play these guys, you know, any anytime, and they'll show you exactly why mm-hmm. you're not the best in uh, in the country yeah, so you just roll in you have a hot pot and then you yeah. head on over the arcade that's it smack a bit of Tekken yeah so um, you know you play these guys they're, they're awesome Matthew does really well against them though so okay. he's hoping that maybe you know I think he'll do okay I think he'll get mid tier you know yep. halfway through yep. um, so he's competing I think it's about $60 to enter 
Um, so it is, you know, steep. It's not for everybody. If you're not really willing to put up the mm. cash, don't don't enter. But um, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, so... I'm, the, I'm sad I'm going to miss it, to be honest. The official tourneys have got Tekken 7, Street Fighter 5, Mortal Kombat X, Virtual Fighter 5, Super Smash Brothers Melee, and Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Um, 26th to the 28th at the Menzies Ballroom. Mm-hmm. As Sam said, there is um, some dollars you've got to pony up if you do want to enter. I'm trying to find that now, but um, can't find that at the moment. We'll just go with 60 bucks as the working price for now. But it would have been beautiful if Matthew and I both entered mm-hmm. together. I want to kick your been ass. Good. He, no, I'm, I'm See, he, he's better. just going to say that you got scared. I, if I was him, I'd be playing on that. I'd be like, mate, you're too scared. You even left the state look, you were that scared. Yeah, look, uh, he's pretty creative with, um, with his digs at me. Uh, to his credit, you know, it, it really is a 50-50. It really depends on the day when it comes to like him and I playing each other. Because some days I'll just smash him. And then other times he'll fucking slaughter me and make me feel horrible about it as well in the process. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I think, look, truth be told, Tekken 7, he's got a bit more experience in that game. It is a little bit different to the one we usually play, Tekken Tag 2, but anyway, fuck Matthew. <laughs> Good luck, Matthew. Kill him. We're he, cheering, uh, we're he, you know what? He wants to come on. He wants to come on the show, sit at a mic. And uh, just throw and hate in, at I think you? in his head, yeah, he's just going to throw shade at me for a whole hour and a half. I'd listen to that. We can tee that up. <laughs> Can chew that up. That can be like an extended version, or you know, a little little special episode. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm comfortable with the Sam it to and be Matt hate train. Or something. Totally, totally honest with you. Or do like Matt commentary, like just mm. dub it over. Because no one gets under my skin quite like this kid does. You know what I mean? Like no one, <laughs> no one really hurts me, uh, or frustrates me, or aggravates me quite in the way that he does. Um, so I'm not too sure how I'd handle it. Maybe it is worth doing just just to see how good. Anyway, we'll talk about it off uh, offline. Yeah, so that's that's a couple of things going on this week. Anyone in Sydney in the surrounds that want to get along, I think you can pay for just sort of um, you know spectator tickets to that too. So if you want to see you know Australia's best um, across those those handful of games, get along. Twenty sixth through twenty eighth of August at the Menzies Hotel. I guess we should sort of look at wrapping this up. A little bit of housekeeping, you know, social medias and everything like that. Where can you be found? Anything you want to say? Anything of note? Miss Ali Hart. I don't really don't have anything to say. Um, yeah. You Find can Miss Ali everywhere. Yeah. At Miss Ali Hart. At Miss Ali Hart. Not going to do the jingle. You can find me on Twitter at 8BitSam. Mm-hmm. And where we get you? Everywhere. I, I can be found at Brendan8Bit, but also um, we're just about to start ramping up the whole YouTube's thing. We've had a page. We've been lucky. People have been subscribing and we haven't really been putting a whole lot up there. So thanks we're to lucky. those subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, that's at We're8Bit. Same as on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, yeah, pretty well every social media hub, it's at We Are 8 Bit. And um, we're about to kick off Twitch in the next couple of weeks too, which is also at Aww. We Are 8 Bit. Haven't really worked out a fixed schedule who's going to be jumping on what we're going to be playing. It's probably going to be more so, you know, a week to week thing, just playing a bit this, that, the other. Mm. Um, but that should be pretty fun too. So, any listeners out there that will want to be playing some of the more online multiplayer based games, just hit us up at We Are 8 Bit and we'll make sure to get you into our respective parties on game day. Maybe it could be like the first time Maddie and I face each other. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that, can, that, that could be the debut of the Twitch stream. Oh, oh, fucking kill his life in that game <laughs> that day. Yeah, uh, so I, th- I think they're the main ones. We already mentioned that uh, THG intro grab too, but we'll just quickly mention that again. Quick two-second snippet saying the Hungry Gamers in whatever dialect, tone, accent, whatever you want to do, hit us up at thehungrygamers at 8bit.net. 
send it through an mp3 whatever audio format of your choice we'll get it on there and um you know every month we're going to announce a winner send you a bit of free swag just as a thank you and that's Ooh, pretty well free it. swag free swag the best kind the best kind of swag but i think um what do you reckon is that a, is that an episode yeah it might be a show done and dusted i think so well i guess and uh until next week it's going to be what the big episode three zero the dirty 30 another world first for 8-bit and the hungry gamers every week's a first for us isn't it every week's a world first yeah you know? market leading world firsts every weekend at the hungry gamers all right let's call it really all right let's <laughs> really drop it off now all right until our uh, next week people uh much love and stay hungry You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls. <laughs>